If it's the weekend, it's time to have fun with your pet. But when it comes to technology, apps, and what's hot, you don't want to waste money or waste your or your pet's time. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. In today's show, Lorian and her guests will keep you in the know to keep your pet happy as well as you and your family. Now here's your host, Lorian Clemens. Happy Saturday, pet lovers. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek. Oh my goodness, we are going to geek out for our first segment of the show today. Now, really, though, the theme of the show is a little bit depressing, (laughs) but the first segment is something that is really super geeky, and uh, I'm really excited to share it with you. But let's talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about today overall, and that's about pet loss. Uh, We're going to look at some really innovative ways to help you say goodbye to your pet and work through the grieving process, because it's something that none of us really want to think about. It's depressing as heck. I get teary every time the subject comes up. Uh, I've got a dog who's a senior dog, and you know, I know it's in our near future and so it's something I don't really want to think about but because it's in probably our near future it's something I have been thinking about lately more than usual so we're going to spend some time today to talk about some really innovative ways that are out there new products that are out there to help us do that as pet parents you know it's hard when we're having to say goodbye at some point and we know we're going to have to say goodbye at some point to our pets because they just don't live as long as we wish that they did but what if you didn't have to say completely goodbye to that perfect dog or cat, what if you could clone that pet? You know, cloning is one of those things that, you know, most people think of, oh, that's science fiction. That's a futuristic tale. You know, somebody's going to cut off the head and then freeze it for a later resurrection to save the planet or something like that. And, and yes, we know that cloning does exist in real life. It's been 20 years since Dolly the sheep was first successfully cloned. She was the first mammal that was successfully cloned. And I think that most of us know in the back of our minds, oh yeah, there's, they're cloning, uh, you know, uh, livestock and things like that. We understand that that's happening. But I think as far as our pets, most of us think that this is something that's in the future. Well, believe it or not, the future is here. There's actually a company that I met just recently at Global Pet Expo this year, and it's called Viagen, and they are cloning pets. So I'm really excited today to get to talk to Melaine Rodriguez. She's the client service manager from Viagen, and she's going to tell us all about it. Welcome to the show, Melaine. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Okay. So Viagen started off with livestock cloning, correct? That's right. We started out about 15 years ago, actually, cloning livestock. So cattle and pigs, horses, um, and then we've been doing a genetic preservation for pets for that 15 years as well. So you knew that this was in the future. You just didn't yet have the technology to fully get us there. So what, how that journey come to being able to finally say, hey, we can do this now? So the technology was actually always there. Um, we hold the patents for the cloning technology. You talked about Dolly the sheep, um, and that cloning of Dolly was done through somatic cell nuclear transfer, which just is a, a fancy term for cloning. And um, so we acquired those patents 15 years ago, and those patents uh, let us use the process to clone different species of animals. We actually clone eight different species of animals. So dog cloning was possible 15 years ago when we started banking cells or doing the genetic preservation for pets, Uh, but our focus was really livestock. And so how we branched out into pet cloning, and that was about two years ago, was really out of demand from all of our clients who had 
banked their pet cells, hoping that one day there would be a company that offered pet cloning. And so uh, when our clients found out that it was a possibility a couple of, a couple of years ago, uh, they were just ecstatic. You can imagine having your pet cells banked for so many years and then finally being able, being able to do something with that. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's talk about, about this whole process from beginning to end. Let's say that I have a dog. Uh, and we do. My husband and I actually have a dog. He's a mixed breed. His name is Uller. He's a very unique mix. We got his DNA done, and we know that this could never be replicated again naturally. So we couldn't go get an Uller dog again, uh, even if we tried. So let's say that I'm interested in preserving his genes for future cloning. Now, what's that process entail of, of getting his genetic preservation going? Yeah, it's actually a very simple process. So genetic preservation, that's the name of the process. And what that involves is your veterinarian taking a small skin punch biopsy sample from your dog. And it's done with our biopsy kit that we ship to your veterinarian. And this biopsy kit has all the tools and shipping material needed to take the samples and to ship them back to us. It's a very small eight millimeter skin punch. It's done with a local anesthesia or a general anesthesia. And um, a very quick healing of that biopsy site, just about a week to 10 days. The biopsy site needs the one or two stitches, um, but then those biopsy samples come back to us, and from those tissue samples, we're able to culture a cell line and grow millions and millions of cells that each contain your dog's DNA. And that complete DNA, that's essentially the genetic blueprint that's needed to be able to clone the dog. Okay, so then now you've got his genetic, you know, framework in front of you, and, and you're able to preserve it. What is it, a big freezer somewhere that you put him in? Uh, essentially so. We do have um, liquid nitrogen tanks, and that's where the cells are stored. They're stored in two separate locations in two different states for security reasons. So if you've got a catastrophe at one location, you've got backup samples in a different state. Oh, cool. And then, and, and then it can be how long? How long can I preserve this? Uh, really indefinitely. Once these cells are cryopreserved, they're viable indefinitely. You could clone with these cells 20, 30, 50 years from now. In fact, we just cloned a dog whose cells were banked back in 2000. Wow. So almost 17 years ago. Wow. And and, 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 and it's not an inexpensive process. Um, but what's the, the cloning itself, I think I read on your site that it's 50000 for a dog and twenty five thousand for a cat correct that's right so so it's not inexpensive uh, it, it, the price is still quite high right now uh, but the genetic preservation that first step that's what most of our clients are doing it's a little, little more affordable at this point so you can preserve the cells for sixteen hundred dollars mm -hmm. there's an annual storage fee that's hundred and fifty dollars per year and all those genetic preservation and storage fees add up over the years and they get applied toward your cloning. So if oh, you want to okay. keep the cells baked for 10 years, all those fees that you've paid into that get applied toward your cloning down the road. And I can take the DNA sample from Uller at any time as long as he's alive, correct? That's right. It can be done any time. It doesn't matter if the dog is old or young. And actually, it can't be done after the pet has passed away under certain circumstances. Like what? It's well, so it's very important that the tissue still be living or viable because the tissue grows these living cells. So the tissue remains living or viable for up to five days if the body or the tissue samples have been refrigerated. So that refrigeration slows down the cell death. Um, so if your pet has passed away and you think you may want to clone the pet someday, the most important thing to do is put the body in the refrigerator or 
take your pet to the veterinarian, have your veterinarian take the biopsy samples right away, and refrigerate those, refrigerate those biopsy samples until you can get them to us. Um, and there's emergency biopsy instructions on the website. So at viagenpets.com, there's a tab that says emergency. And those instructions would be used in a situation where your pet's passed away, but you haven't gotten the biopsy kit yet and don't have the cells preserved, but you, you want to preserve something so your vet can follow those emergency instructions to have a sample taken and shipped to us. Okay. All right. So let's say like a decade later, I'm saying, okay, I've saved up enough money to, to, to uh, get a new Uller. I know it's not going to be Uller exactly, but I, I, want, I want to get a, a, a new dog using his genetic makeup. So how does that work? What's the process to actually create clone? So we have a surrogate dog. So what we do is we take the cells that we've cultured and just a small portion of these cells, you know, we're going to grow millions of cells, but we just need uh, just a few of these cells. We'll, we'll use those and we, we have an egg for, from a donor dog and we remove the nucleus from that egg. So it's essentially just a hollowed out shell. The cell from your dog that we've cultured, one of those millions of cells, is transferred into that egg in place of that nucleus and it's fused together with that egg and an embryo starts to grow. So we'll produce several of these cloned embryos. They're all going to be genetically identical to your dog and these embryos get transferred into a surrogate dog. And so she's she has a normal gestation length that's just over about two months and then you've got a puppy or sometimes more than one puppy that are born and each is a genetic twin to the original dog. So you say genetic twin, so obviously it's not going to be exactly the same as Uller, but how close will this new pup be to the original? A twin is a really good way to think about it. So you think about human twins um, that are identical, um, and they look just alike, but if you look carefully and look at their freckles, they may have freckles in a different spot. And so that's one thing that can be different in a cloned puppy working. Uh, those markings can be a little bit different because that is something that is an environmental effect. So it's based on the environment. So if you have a, the original dog was a white dog with a black spot on the shoulder, the clump puppy is going to be a white dog with a black spot somewhere. It may not be on the shoulder, it may be shifted over a little bit. Sometimes the markings are, are really very, very similar, um, but they can be a little bit different. And again, that's because of the difference in the uterine environment. That's an environmental factor. Right, and, and I guess, you know, it could be male or female. So the cloned animal is always going to be the same sex as the oh, original animal. Okay. Just like an identical twin, right. Mm -hmm. So if you were to have multiple puppies, then you would have multiple male puppies if it had been from a male uh, source. That's exactly right. So each puppy in that litter is going to be a twin to each other and a twin to the original dog. Um, and, and so because we do transfer in multiple embryos, there is a chance to have more than one puppy born. Cloned litter sizes are typically small, though, one or two, sometimes three. Um, so, you know, some people want as many puppies are born, and, and, and as many as are born are all theirs for the same price, just one flat rate of $50,000, no matter how many are in that litter. I'm curious, who, this is going to sound so weird, but who are the surrogate bitches uh, in this case? I mean, how, how, who's, who's, who's gestating the, the puppies? So, so we house those. Uh, we have a partnership with a large purpose bred breeder who breeds dogs. And so we have a portion of those dogs that are for Viagen. Um, and so that's, the puppies are born there at our facility that's in New York. Okay. And, and, and I, I guess from a, 
from an animal advocate perspective, which I am, I, I, what kind of assurances do people have that these these uh, the surrogates and the puppies and everything that are being uh, housed in a in a really humane, loving way? So they are housed and in, in a. A facility that has to meet the USDA animal welfare animal welfare um, requirements, and of course you can imagine these are very special mommies. Uh, you know they're holding very precious cargo, uh, so they're treated with the utmost care. They're um, well socialized, and they're actually even available for adoption. So sometimes our clients want to adopt the surrogate along with their puppies that are born. Um, and if we have an adoption program, if the client doesn't want, want to adopt the surrogate, we've got an adoption program where they'll be adopted out after use. Oh, that's really cool. And, yeah. and, and then so the puppy goes through the, the typical nursing and weaning and, and early socialization process that, that any other bred puppy would, correct? That's right. The puppies are typically with us for about 8 to 12 weeks and then are weaned, and then they can go home anytime after that. What's the success rate? I'm just curious. I mean, because I know you're, like with IVF with humans, a lot of times you might start off with, you know, six viable embryos, but then only four make it through the first stage. And, you know, what's the success rate right, that you guys right. have? Well, the numbers are still small. Uh, you know, we just started cloning about a little less than two years ago. Our first puppy was born in February of last year. So the numbers are still low to be able to get a statistical significant number as far as success rates. But the success rates, I could say, are very high. We typically get a pregnancy on our first round of embryo transfers. Um, and like IVF, not every embryo that's transferred in is going to go to term, but typically at least one does. Now, if we don't establish a pregnancy with that first round of embryo transfers, then we'll go back and, and produce more embryos and transfer in another set of embryos. Um, the $50,000 is a guarantee for a live, healthy puppy. Okay. Cool. Now, now uh, you say live, healthy puppy. Now, that's key because I think that, and again, this probably comes back from science fiction. You know, we, we, we see these movies and whatnot that the cloned the cloned human has something wrong with them because they're cloned. Um, so is that true for the for the animals or is that just pure science fiction? Is, are it really is. Healthy? It really is science fiction. Um, so they are normal, healthy. There's nothing about being a cloned animal that makes them um, more susceptible to any problem. Uh, there was a study done, um, you talked about Dolly the sheep, and so she actually, there were four other clones of Dolly that were born about 10 years later, and they were studied intensively throughout their lifespan and shown and proven to have to be normal and healthy um, and live a normal lifespan. I mean, could they, could they, you know, if it was a female, could she get pregnant and, and the whole Absolutely. thing? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're fully fertile, capable of breeding, just like any other dog. And are they going to maybe have like, let's say that uh, your dog had cancer or something like that? Are they going to be predisposed to those same potentially genetic issues that your dog has? That's a very good question. Um, so they could be, and it all depends on genetics. So if there's any issue in the original animal that's due to genetics, like a cancer was that was genetically linked then that clone puppy is going to have those same genetics and that same predisposition to have that cancer. Now, it won't be born with that issue, but those genetics are there for it to develop that issue over time, just like the original one did. 
Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's key, I think. So I have to, I, when I talked to my husband about this, you know, before I said, hey, I'm going to interview the, the people that do the clones, we have to keep reminding ourselves it's not going to be Uller because Uller had his own, even before he came to live with us, he had his own life and those environmental things and those, those uh, nature things, uh, nurture things that were affecting who he was as a dog. Um, so that's key that the dog is, is genetically identical, but other than that, there's going to be differences. That That's right. You know, we're not reincarnating the dog. Uh, it's not the same dog um, over again, but you've got the closest thing to that dog. So even closer than an offspring or a sibling, this is, this is a genetic twin. So, you know, that is one of the most common questions we get is, is the personality going to be the same? And, you know, we, we can't guarantee personality. We can guarantee they're going to be genetically identical. But um, personality, the feedback that we're getting from our clients to clone their dogs is just amazing. They're, you know, they're, almost everyone is seeing some similarity in personality. So, you know, raised in the same environment, um, we could expect to see some similar personality traits. But we, would, but we don't I, want to guarantee it. We don't want to get Yeah, I mean, up. it's um, like yeah. I have my mother's laugh. I, you know, I tend to right. do things a exactly. lot like my dad. I mean, so yeah. it's just like there are going to be genetics that are going to be passed down for sure. Okay, right. so I, let, the last little bit I want to ask you about, because I'm sure this comes up, and I brought it up a little bit earlier, what kind of pushback do you guys get about the ethics of cloning animals? Well, we understand that some people think that it is unethical, and everybody has the right to express their opinion on that. I think the important thing is that people have all the facts before making um, making an assumption about it. And unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation out there about cloning, either from Hollywood or just misinformation that got spread. Right. Um, you know, so I think the important thing is to get the facts out there, um, and I think the more people clone their pets, and the more people that talk about it, the more information will get out there and so, show that these these clone puppies and kittens are just like any other pet. So let's tell people where they can get more information about this. So our website is viagenpets.com, and that's V-I-A-G-E-N, pets. Um, lots of good information there on the website. There's some good frequently asked questions. There's a place where you can actually text us right from the website with questions that you might have. Um, so we're, we're happy to talk to you and answer any questions that you have about this process. Perfect. Thanks so much. This is really fascinating. I really appreciate you being on the show today, Melaine. Great. Thank you. Stick around, folks. We are going to talk about some more stuff uh, today about saying goodbye to our friends. But this time we're going to talk about some very green and earth-friendly ways to do it. That's what's next on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. 
Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Pet Lover Geek Pet Parents. Today we're talking about innovations that help us say goodbye to our beloved fur kids. It's really one of the most painful parts about having a companion animal in your in our lives. And frankly, I for one find great comfort in some of the really beautiful new products that are out there that help us celebrate our pets, particularly ones that help us celebrate our pets through nature, which is something that I really love doing with my pet is being out there in the woods and in the yard. And these next two products that we're going to talk to help us celebrate through that nature. So the first up is BioEarn for Pets. Really excited to have uh, founder and CEO of BioEarn Inc., Lisa Brambello, on the show with us today to talk about this wonderful bereavement option. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. Hello to you and to your Fantastic. So, so tell us what gave you the idea of BioEarn for Pets. Well, you know, I'm I'm uh, one of those people who um, get gets these out of the box, unusual ideas because of a problem that I'm experiencing. And um, long story short, uh, I had found out that my father-in-law was entrusting our family. Uh, to in in the care of his uh, remains after he passed and and so he had shared that with my husband while he was in hospice and so when my husband told me that we'd be getting papa's ashes in a number of three separate boxes uh, a little box for each of us in the family i looked at my mantle and realized that it was already filled with the uh, cremated remains of uh, my human and pet family members who had passed on across the rainbow bridge and I thought I either need a bigger mantle or I need a solution for my problem (laughs) because my husband wasn't willing to make me a bigger mantle he said you know you're the innovative entrepreneur here's your problem create a solution and so I I decided to call my father-in-law as he was still with us and I said you know it's rare that you get to take care know that you're in advance that you're getting to take care of somebody's uh, remains and 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 uh and carry on their their uh, memorial. So since you're still with us, how would you like to be memorialized? And after much chatting, he said, "You know, I always wanted to be a forest ranger. So why don't you scatter me, scatter my ashes amongst the trees, and that way I could be a tree." Mm-hmm. And the minute he said that, the hair on the back of my neck stood up, and I knew that that was the idea. 
and then I started looking for the vessel or what I would actually um, plant the, the ashes in, and I was at a craft show and I saw a Navajo basket. And I thought, well, that's handmade, and that's really organic, and that really that spoke to me. So I started looking online, and I had just recently read uh, Damon John's book about being an entrepreneur, and it said, if you can't do something yourself, find somebody skilled and talented who does what you want them, what, what you want done, and, and have them do it so you can keep moving down the road. And I am not a crafty gal. I'm not a great sewer. So I went online and saw all these different uh, videos about how to make these baskets, these coiled baskets out of cotton cording. And so I reached out to this, this really unique group of um, prof retired professors in a quilting club in Northern California, explained what it was that I wanted to create. And they said, you know what? I love that idea. We would, we would love to help you with that. So they started. And then I partnered with the Arbor Day Foundation because after selling the, the BioEarn for about a year, I did a, a, um, a survey of all our customers who visited our website but didn't buy a BioEarn. And I asked them, why did you choose something other than a BioEarn? And the resounding reply I got was because they were afraid of, of not keeping the growing a tree from a seed mm. and they they felt that they might experience that whole feeling of loss all over again if they didn't um keep the tree alive so i thought to best meet my customers needs i partner with the arbor day foundation so that the people who wanted to grow a memorial tree would actually through the purchase of their bioren also be able to choose one of several different evergreen trees that is ideal for their particular zip code so it would thrive in their their specific area and they would actually be shipped a live living seedling of their tree of choice yeah and um, i love that part I, that's yeah. actually, I want to say I love that part about your website that like because you go on and then you ask what's the zip code and then they tell you what zones you need to that your the plants the, the flowering bush the tree will do well in and then when you're looking at the different options and the pictures of them it says hey this doesn't grow and you know this either does or doesn't grow in your zone and that's really helpful I think I think so too and and you know my my focus has always been to try to overcome the grief of, lo of, of losing a family member um, by, by creating new life, therefore allowing their memory to really live on, literally. And so, you know, I wanted to remove as many objections as I possibly could so that I could offer my customers a, a successful experience so that it brings them joy and, and gives them you know, a, a way to really see their loved one's memory living on in a growing, living, thriving plant. And so, you know, people who maybe live in a high-rise apartment or don't have a yard or are planning to move, they can also use a bioren and they can plant wildflowers. They can plant rhododendrons. They can even plant aloe vera and cactuses. I have a girlfriend who uh, is in uh, a very, very hot area of Arizona. And so she took her bioren with her dog, Pete, and went to Home Depot and got a very small pygmy date palm and planted the pygmy date palm along with Pete's ashes. And now it's sitting in a beautiful container poolside and it's thriving and looking great. That's wonderful. So, you know, it, it really, you know, whether you want to have a succulent and, and, and have an aloe vera that's always going to provide you help with a burn um, or, you know, you want to grow a big sequoia or you know, a, a Christmas tree. You know, my mother's ashes are busy growing a Christmas tree in a pot in our backyard. And, and my father, God rest his soul, my, my, uh, my father-in-law is, uh, is right now um, going to, to uh, be replanted in Mendocino because that's where he wanted his redwood 
tree to uh, to to thrive. He wanted to overlook the Pacific Ocean. So to fulfill his his final wishes, we put his ashes in a beautiful pot. And as soon as that tree is about three and a half feet tall, hopefully while we're driving up to Oregon, we're going to pull over to Mendocino and plant his bioworn tree. And the wonderful thing about bioworn trees is that uh, you can actually plant it in any U.S. forest. Uh, as long as that tree is indigenous to that specific forest. The U.S. Department of Forestry actually welcomes any uh, planted tree uh, all throughout the United States, it's just beautiful. as long as it's an indigenous tree to that area. That's so fantastic. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, we're running out of time, and I just want to make sure that before we, before we have to go, you can tell people where they can get, where they can get the BioOrn for Pets. Sure. BioEarnForPets.com. It's B-I-O-U-R-N, the number four, P-E-T-S dot com. And the one thing that you really want to keep in mind is BioEarn is a wonderful way to help a child through the loss of a pet. Maybe it's their first experience with loss. And this really creates a circle of life experience for them. So it's a great way for the entire family to participate in, in, in creating a new life for a beloved family member. Oh, that's so beautiful! Thank you so Very much, Lisa. I, I love this product. I have I have one for my uh, own pets when when they pass. Um, and uh, I'm really glad that people like you exist. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yep, we're a veteran-owned business, and BioWorn is handmade in the United States. So do business with a company that loves to stay in the U.S. Fantastic! Thank you, Lisa. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Next up is Remy Bebo from Cherished Ones. They do a very similar product, but it's got a unique take from what we just heard from about with BioEarn. So I want to welcome Remy to Pet Lover Geek. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lorian, for having me on today. Absolutely. So your product, Pet Perennials, from your company Cherished Ones, is kind of in the same category, like I just mentioned, as BioEarn for pets, but you take a really unique, beautiful angle. I'd love for you to tell us about what it is that you do. Okay, so Cherished Ones is an American manufacturer. We create um, one-of-a-kind pet loss products that celebrate um, people, the uh, pets in our lives, uh, help to heal the heart, and also are helpful to the environment. So our first product, which is Pet Perennials, is a healing craft that creates flowers, grows new life in flowers, and is also helpful to the environment because it attracts pollinators. Pollinators like honeybees, butterflies, and hummingbirds into the garden. And the craft itself can be done by the pet parent, the family with children. It's a simple craft, takes about 15 minutes to do, and then it's very easy to grow these wildflowers. Creating a memorial space for a beloved pet in a yard, window boxes, flower pots. Um, and if you wish, when you're doing this activity, you can include some of your pet's cremated remains if you've cremated. If you didn't and you buried, you can do this where you buried your pet. Um, so it's a really neat product. It's affordably priced to be given as a gift to a friend or family member or neighbor who's lost a pet as well. What what inspired you? Because this it's it, it's I've I've actually played with the product and 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 done the craft, uh, and it's so unique in in the approach. What inspired you to take this approach? Well, you know, our business was literally inspired by our own experience with pet loss. Um, in 2012, I lost my dog Olive, and when I got her cremated remains back in a box, I thought, "Is this it for this beautiful life?" 
And so that started, I guess, created the seed, planted the seed that then later became the pet perennial product. I thought, why can't we celebrate our pets and create something that reminds us of them um, and then also helps the environment? I love it. It's beautiful. So um, when you actually were doing all the development and everything like that, what, what was the development process like for you? Was there a lot of testing and trial and error to find stuff before it really worked? What was that process like? Folks love to hear about the, you know, what went into the quote unquote making the sausage of a product like this. Well, thank you so much for asking that because it is a, it is a little bit of educating people about um, the product and telling them how easy it is to do and how easy the flowers are to grow is really important. We chose wildflowers because they're not finicky. They require water and sunshine. We also chose a seed mix that attracts butterflies, honeybees, again, and hummingbirds, and that will grow anywhere in North America. So whether you live in Florida or you live on the other coast, um, these flowers will grow. Uh, We worked with a soil scientist um, that actually creates the soil matrix for us, So we knew that the soil already has the nutrients in it when it's packaged. It's like a Play-Doh almost when you receive it. Um, We tested the process out in multiple ways, put them in our own yards, put them in pots to see, you know, where were the best growing environments. And really, we proved that, you know, really water and sunshine is about all that you need. The germination process for the seeds takes place within a week to two weeks of starting to water them and exposing them to light or sunshine. The perennials, which come back every season, may take a season or two to actually flower. So the growth that you see is the green growth, the plant part, and then eventually the flowers bloom, and then they'll come the next season. There are 15 different flower species in our kit. They're all pet safe. Each species will, you know, come alive on its own whenever that seed winters. So you never know what you're going to see popping up in your in your space for your pet. I I love that. That's actually, I think, my favorite part about your product is that it comes back every year and there's a bit of surprise. And I think that just adds to the joy of celebrating your pet. So it's wonderful. I want you to tell us about your new product, which I believe is launching very soon. Yes. Yes, yes. Actually, it launched this month of June to consumers. So we sell direct from our website and also through our Amazon marketplace. It's called the Healing Hearts Candle. And it's the only pet memorial candle that contains a message and a keepsake from beyond the rainbow bridge. So essentially, once the pet parent or family uh, burns the candle, the soy burns cleanly away And it reveals a natural stone heart, a heart that has two messages. One is a message from your pet. And then the other is the general feng shui meaning of the stone itself. So the stones are jade, jasper, turquoise, black tourmaline, fire agate. And again, there's that element of surprise because you never know which stone you're going to get in your candle. And then once it burns away, you see the stone with soap and water, you wash away the the extra soy, and then you can put it in a pocket 
or put it somewhere to be reminded. It's that keepsake that will always remind you of that special pet. And this too, thank you. This too is a lovely gift that someone can give and it's affordable to be able to give to a family or friend or even a customer um, that, you know, is important and valuable and you want them to know you care when their pet passes. Absolutely. So you mentioned uh, you have, they're on Amazon. They're also on your website. So tell us your website really quick. The website is Pet Perennials, P-E-T-P-E-R-E-N-N-I-A-L-S dot com. Fantastic. And we only have just about a minute left, but real quickly, can you tell us if you have any exciting things in the future? Well, um, one, another new thing we're doing is for our wholesale customers in our businesses, we have a bereavement package service. And you'd be surprised at the businesses that sign up for it. We have insurance brokers, financial planners, veterinarians, groomers, daycare providers. And essentially what we do for them once they sign up is anytime one of their customers loses a pet, we send out a bereavement package that includes one of our kits and a handwritten sympathy card straight to their customer on their behalf or a candle and a handwritten sympathy card straight to their customer. Um, They don't have to deal with inventory. Yeah, exactly. It's it's hassle-free and it's a way for all of us to, you know, uh, recognize and honor those special, the special relationship between our pets. So thank you so much. I'm so glad you came on to share with us today, Remy. Thank you very much, Lori. And I'm glad that you asked and I'm excited to um, share this link out with our, our followers and uh, put it out on all our social media. Perfect. Hey, everybody, sit and stay, because up next, we're going to talk about an entirely different way to clone and celebrate your fur kids. That's what's coming up next, pet parents, after a few messages from Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric EZ Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? You can also send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Pet Lover Geek. We're talking today about ways to say goodbye to our fur kids. Now, our next guest has a really innovative product that is really not only a wonderful gift for someone who has lost a pet, but frankly, it's just a cool thing for any pet parent to have. I'm talking about cuddle clones. You actually may have seen them on the news. They're they're pretty hot right now. And it's not the flesh and blood and DNA clones like what we were talking about with Viagen earlier in the show, but this is a wonderful wonderful exact replica of your pet nonetheless. And I want to welcome Adam Green. He's a co-founder and chief marketing officer of Cluttle Clones to the show. Welcome, Adam. Hi, thanks for having me on. All right, so tell everybody, what is a Cuddle Clone? Sure. A Cuddle Clone, uh, simply put, is a -a one-of-a-kind plush replica of your pet. So a custom stuffed animal made to look like your pet. And you guys do an amazing job. I mean, I've seen, I've, I've actually got to hold some of them. I've, I've seen them at shows and stuff like that. But when you look at the pictures of the, the original animal, as it were, and then the replica, they're amazing. So what kind of processes do you guys have in place to be able to recreate these replicas? Yeah, sure. And thank you, by the way. We, we think they're pretty cool, too. Um, so, yeah, the, the process is you it's all done online. So you would go to our website, which is um, cuddleclones.com. Uh, and we ask for a number of pictures. Uh, we prefer the face, um, both uh, sides, so profile, um, stomach, chest, back, tail. Uh, and then you have a section where you can add additional pictures and handwrite in distinguishing characteristics. So if there's a scar on the stomach or a mole you know, on the foot or different colored paw pads, um, there's an option to write in all of that. So there's a free text field to write in all of that uh that information and then you can choose a number of custom options for the position of the clone if you want them sitting standing um, lying down if you want one ear up one ear down you can choose all of that different eye color um, the mouth open with tongue out or closed and so on so we take all of that information um, our designers which are very very talented look at the pictures and along with your custom options um, and it takes about anywhere from four to eight weeks depending on how busy we are at the time uh, and then you get a one-of-a-kind plush replica of your your pet back Awesome. And it's not just a plush replica. You guys have other kind of fun products, too, that do the same technology and the same approach. Tell me about those. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, So, yeah, we've been adding products um, ever since we've been um, in existence, I guess, kind of, I'd say, one every six months or so. Uh, A few of the more recent ones, we now have um, house slippers made in your pet's likeness. So they're very very comfortable. Uh, They're they're pretty big, um, but they are practical as well. You can actually walk around in them. Um, And basically the the toe area, the head area, uh, is a likeness of your pet. And you can get one of each pet. So if you have two dogs, the left foot could be one dog and the right foot could be the other dog. Um, Or cats, we mix and match uh, the the species as well. Um, We also offer uh, golf club head covers. So if you know someone that golfs, um, that was a big Father's Day gift for us. We offer those in your pet's likeness too, which I I think those are really adorable too, of a a golf club set that, you know, is kind of just formal and boring. If you throw an animal golf club head cover on there, it kind of spices it up, makes it a little fun. Um, We also offer um, a number of non-plush products. So we do um, custom figurines of your pet and also earrings, necklace pendants of your pet, Christmas ornaments of your pet. 
that. And the way we do that is, uh, again, you submit pictures, um, but then we create a 3D design uh, of your animal and then send it to a 3D printing manufacturer, and they print out uh, the design through 3D technology. So a little bit uh, different, but a pretty cool product there as well. Yeah, this has been, like, huge. I mean, I've watched you guys. You haven't been in business for very long, have you? No, not really. Well, I would say we've we've been, I guess, um, uh, formally a business on paper for you know since 2011. Um, but we didn't really start pushing uh, our marketing until we got the product right, which took us a number of years. So I'd say we didn't really start marketing and, and getting our product out into the to the marketplace until 2013. So yeah, we're going on like three and a half, four years now. Yeah, yeah, and I've just been amazed by by how popular they are. Why do you think that it's such a hit with pet folks? I think it's well. Th- there's a number of, of segments that um, that that I think we appeal to, and, and and I know this show in particular is talking about bereavement, and that's by far our, our largest segment. And we knew that would that would probably um, you know be a large segment of ours. Um, but a few segments that that we didn't really foresee that that are pretty big for us um, are uh, kids going away to college, leaving the family pet behind. Um, general travel. Um, we have a number of, uh, I guess, business people who travel a lot or just in, in any uh, walk of life, whether it's your professional life or not, if you travel a lot, having to leave the pet behind. Um, military deployment. We've had a number of orders along those lines where you have to you know, leave the, the animal um, in the States uh, if you go abroad for any kind of active duty. Um, and then uh, the segment that I really didn't foresee at all um, is um, assisted living facilities. So, you know, if, if you have an, uh, an elderly parent or grandparent who maybe has to go uh, into one of these assisted living facilities, a lot of times their pet is, um, you know, their, their, their companion at that point. Mm-hmm. And if they can't bring the pet with them to these assisted living facilities, we found that um, the cuddle clones really provide a lot of comfort in, in those situations. I love it. And the other, one, the other thing that I just, when I was doing research for the show, I saw you actually can recreate stuffed animal toys that maybe a child has for whatever reason it has it has met a bad end you can actually reproduce those as well yeah yeah that's true yeah so not pet specific but anything that's basically um custom plush created uh i I have no qualms about saying i think we're the we're the best out there at creating anything that's custom plush whether that's recreating you know old stuffed animal that you loved from your childhood it's now you know a ratted you know doll or something yeah um or or if it's a just a drawing you know a lot of people um will, will create these these great caricatures or these great drawings of you know uh, animated characters and if you want that in plush form in some physical tangible form we create that as well and we call those our our plush creations um maybe not the most creative uh name but, no. uh, <laughs> marketing if it works it tells it what it is marketing is 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 about making people want to want to get it so that's that's there you go perfect yeah, that's that. true yeah it's, it's, it's a good search engine uh optimization term Absolutely. so it's pretty literal there so when people go on your site tell tell us what what they're going to see because you guys also do a lot of giving back and and a, a, a lot of um options for people to 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 do more than just buy a, a clone yeah definitely so if you come on the website you'll you'll see all of our products and you'll see comparison pictures of you know the actual pet next to um you know the cuddle clone or the figurine or the golf club head cover whatever it might be you'll see that comparison to see you know the accuracy and the detail there um, but some other things that we don't necessarily push as much but we we definitely um want you know the customers to to know is that we do give um back to the animal community which i know a lot of companies do as they well should um, at least in my opinion um but but in our particular case we we give 10 percent of profits um in the way that we donate that uh, well it's 10 percent of profits now before we were profitable we were giving anyway so we've given since day one um at our own debt 
detriment. Um, but now we've just you know recently become profitable, so now we've kind of marked it at 10% of profits. Um, but we give to an individual pet shelter. We'll identify one um, every month to, to give a certain amount of that money to. Um, and an animal wellness organization, um, so a little bit larger organization, doesn't have to be a, sh- a shelter. Um, and then also an individual pet that is in need, perhaps needs surgery or some other kind of medical care. Those are kind of our three buckets, the shelter, the, the wellness organization, and an individual pet that we'd like to donate to every month. And you know, a portion of every single uh, purchase that happens on CuddleClones.com goes towards uh, that charitable um, donation. That's good stuff. Great. Thank you so much for everything you guys are doing. It's really a great company. And uh, cuddleclones.com, make sure you go and visit it. Thanks for visiting us today, Adam. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. We have just a bit more time left today, and there are some really cool products and services out there that I want to mention that are in this space of pet memorials. First, there are uh, some really great pet memorial websites out there, things that you can go on, put an online uh, obituary for your pet that are really nice. I think my favorite is Pawbituary. There are several aspects to the site that I really like. It's a beautifully well-done site. If you're looking for a way, for example, to support someone who just lost their fur kid, they have a really neat card service. You can send out a single card to somebody right after they've lost their pets, or you can send out a series of cards over a period of time. Because the folks at Pawbituary realized that for a lot of people, mourning a pet is it takes a long time. And being able to send out a bit of love and support more than once over a, a long period of time can be really comforting to someone. It's a really cool service and it only costs like $6 to do it. So it's really cool. The core of the site, however, is like a lot of other online uh, obituaries that you can build for your pet. It's just a beautiful uh, interface that they've developed there. So I really like it. It's a nice way to write your pet's story, share it with others or just memorialize it for yourself. It allows you to share it on social media with friends, with family. It also allows them to come back on and say nice things about your pet to help you remember your pet and keep that online memorial for them. It's really, really a beautiful thing. And there's a couple of really um, good services out there that do it. Another one that I really like the layout of is ilovedmypet.com. It's another great online memorial. If you're looking for one of those online memorials, simply go to Google and you can put online pet memorial and you'll come up with, there's about a dozen out there that do this kind of thing. I think though my favorite pet memorials are those services that transform your pet's ashes into something that's new and lasting, something you can keep as a beautiful reminder of that wonderful fur creature that shared your life with you. And it's a little bit on the same lines as, you know, the plants, uh, the trees and the flowers and things like that that we talked about earlier with some folks. But this is more of a, a piece of art. So there's a couple of them out there. The one that I really liked was one that a friend of mine found a few years ago. She lost her beloved boxer. She was looking for something to do with his ashes other than put it into yet another pet uh, ash urn. And she found this company called Artful Ashes. It's here in the Seattle area. And it takes your pet's ashes, blends them into this one-of-a-kind work of art glass. It's really gorgeous. There's a couple of different options that you can do. There's a heart. There's an orb that you can put on a lighted base. They even have a pendant that you can do. And they're just 
gorgeous. She actually chose to do an orb that was on a lighted base, and then she also had a pendant left over because there was a, there's enough ashes for her to do two pieces, and so she's able to wear it to remember her fella. It's really gorgeous. You can find that particular product at rainbowbridgehearts.com, and then I found another site in my research that does a very similar thing called spiritpieces.com. I take a look at both of them. They both have beautiful pieces, them slightly different than each other, so it gives you some really nice options. A really cool service uh, that does something similar is called heartanddiamonds.com. It's heart-in-diamonds.com. This service creates a jewel from your pet's ashes, and it will even put it into a jewelry setting for you. It's a really cool chemical process that extracts the carbon from the ashes and adds it to a diamond growing foundation. Then they put it into this high-pressure, high-temp machine that mimics the process diamonds go through when they're growing naturally in the Earth's crust. It's really kind of cool. So your pet's unique diamond is created under a pressure of 60,000 atmospheres and at a temperature of 3,632 degrees Fahrenheit in the lab. So there's this unique diamond that's created afterwards and then they just do the standard cut and polish of any new gem and then they put it into the, your jewelry setting for you. It's it's a pretty pricey option by the way. It it can cost anywhere from like seven, eight hundred dollars to, you know, almost eight or nine thousand dollars, depending on what color you're getting. But it's still it's really cool and really unique, beautiful way to remember your pet. Unfortunately that's all we have time for today. I want to thank my guests, Melaine Rodriguez from Viagen, Lisa Brambilla from BioEarn for Pets, Remy Babone from Pet Perennials, and Adam Green for Cuddle Clones. I really appreciate them coming on the show, sharing with us as we explore this rather painful topic. It's really lovely uh, that they shared with us the ways that we can celebrate the life of a pet who's no longer with us. I think it's an important conversation to have, and I'm really grateful they came to have it with me today. Make sure to tune in next week as we're going to explore telemedicine and some other really great technological advances that are in veterinary clinics now that help you provide quicker, more in-depth, and more effective pet for uh, healthcare for your pet kid. Uh, really exciting stuff and excited to share it with you next Saturday on Pet Lover Geek on Voice America's Variety Channel. Thank you for tuning in this week for Pet Lover Geek. Please join your host, Lori and Clemens, for another edition next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go grab your best friend and take them out and enjoy the rest of your weekend.